I'm going to do the intro. Ready? Okay. I see we're both thinking the same thing. We have been quarantined together too Too long. Welcome to Love and Brief, a very brief ABDL podcast focused on issues of love. Love for yourself. Uh-huh. Love for others. Love those guys. Love for your family. Oh, they're the best. Oh, love for your friends. Oh, they're the best too. Yeah. Just six foot distances of mask wearing, mask wearing, wear your masks, mask wearing love. <laughs> I feel like there's an undercurrent to your story there. Masks. You know, I do. I, I think wearing masks is a form of love, isn't it? Because it's yes. not just for yourself. Like what you're really doing when you wear a mask. Yes, you're protecting yourself, but you're also protecting everybody around you. So I'm totally behind you. That is a form of love. That is one of my love languages is people wearing their masks. Yes. I'm going to sing you a song that I just made up. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. It's really that simple. Don't cough on other people. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. We can we can workshop it a little bit, but I can see where that could go. Stay hey, if, a RY away from everyone. Yes. To stay one me away from everybody. Here's what you do. If you're not sure how far away to be from others, have me come to where you are and just casually lay down with my feet touching your feet and my head touching their feet. And well, you'll know you're doing it right. There's a generous two inches. There's so. a couple of extra inches there, but good enough. And why not play it safe? Yeah. So this is Love in Brief, and we took uh, a wee break. Um, so if you listen to the last episode, it was a great opportunity for us to shut up and potentially for you to try something new. I hope you've been able to do that. And if not something that we recommended, I hope you have taken the opportunity to learn and hear from artists and creators and authors and thinkers uh, that maybe you hadn't heard from before. And if you're like, R-Y, R-N-T, I don't really listen to podcasts. Well, that's weird. Well, one, you're a liar. No, if you're really like, this is the only podcast I have time for. I like short stuff. Yeah. Um, guys, go on TikTok. Uh, there's like yeah. 15 second videos. They are, they have all of the like important black lives, um, important black statements, voices. They have them trending on the front page um, to get them exposure during this time. Just like they're 15, 20 seconds long. Just Take in what you can when you can, because every little bit of knowledge is important. That's right. And we are celebrating Independence Day here in the United States. And uh, for those who are not listening in the United States, this is when we mark our uh, Declaration of Independence from England. But it's not really Independence Day until we live up to the ideas espoused in our Declaration of Independence, that all men and women and people of any gender identity, that part wasn't in there, but it should have been, are created equal and are endowed by their created with certain inalienable rights, like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we know that that's not the case right now. So I can't wait until one day, hopefully someday soon in my lifetime, we can celebrate a true Independence Day where all Americans are free. In the meantime, we wanted to do some love and brief the way that we usually do love and brief. Yes. So um, this time for our summer question roundup. This is when uh, R&T and I get to go through. We have so many questions in our in our question bag that we haven't gotten to yet. So we like to do a little bit of a, of a rapid run on a handful of them and make sure that we answer some long overdue questions. But first. But for What? I'm not going to even reach into the question bag yet because I've got it right here. R and T has already undone the golden tassels. We're going to play a game. I'm nervous. You should be. Okay. Do you know the game 
Screw, Mary, Kill? I do know this game. You do? Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you two, I guess. I've only thought of one. Do you want me just to just ask you one? I'm, uh, I can't imagine this going well. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Miss Frizzle. From the Magic School Bus. From the Magic School Bus. Okay. Um, Mrs. Brady. From the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. Okay. Oh my God, I forgot my third one. Give me a second. Or. Yeah. Professor Trelawney from Harry Potter. Who is that? She's Emma Thompson. You really like her. I do like Emma Thompson. I don't remember the character. She's got Coke bottle glasses and she's kind of crazy. No, I got nothing. Okay, wait, no, I'm going to pick a different one then. Mrs. Frizzle, wait, let's start this over. Just knock this out real quick. Do, 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 do. You want me to edit this? No way, I'm yes. leaving it in. I'm no. leaving every word in. No. You, go, you go ahead. Give me your three, because I'm going to leave every awkward <sighs> moment in. Please, God, don't do that. Okay, Mrs. Frizzle, yeah. Mrs. Brady, Okay. or Carrie from From King the movie Carrie. Oh. Oh, I was really excited about the movie Carrie. Um, from King of Queens. That is that the the spouse on King of Queens yeah. who's married to the UPS guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, man. So I, I get to screw one, marry one, kill one. Right. I think the answer to this is obvious. I f- and it is feel uncertain. Mary uh, Carol Brady. Okay. Screw the living daylights out of their housekeeper, Alice. No, that's not an option. And kill anybody who gets in my way. Oh my God, that's not an yeah. option. Yep. Ann B. Davis, you're a gem to all. <laughs> you you didn't play the rules. All right, let's dig, let's dig into our podcast. Let's uh, do it. But thanks for playing our game that I didn't play right. Uh, so our first question of this little summer 2020 roundup comes to us from an anonymous tumblee who says, hey... I've been following on a side blog since about a year and a half, I believe, before the Tumblr takedown. Actually, Tumblr is pretty active again. It is? I am. I'm as surprised as you are. Oh, let's mosey on back there, partner. Well, I have been. Uh, I was wondering if what? you had any yeah, I was wondering if you had any uh, tips on possibly either coming out to family about ABDLism as a stress reliever or thoughts on that idea as a whole. So this is a question about telling your family about your interest in the ABDL kink. This is one we certainly have, have sort of skirted by before. I don't know if we've ever hit it head on. So R&T, I'd love any thoughts you have on this. So I don't know that my thoughts are going to be very helpful to the question asker because my thoughts are pretty straightforward and they are for how much this affects your emotional, mental, physical being. This is first and foremost part of the kinky world. And I don't discuss that with my family unless Mm. they open that door. So I don't really think that I would discuss it with them unless it's really important to your current life situation. If you have a roommate and you don't have a closet, you might have to talk about it. If that roommate is your mom or your brother or your cousin, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then you need to talk to your family about it. Otherwise I'd say this might be something that you don't, this might be a subject you don't broach with them. So uh, yeah, I hear that. And I'd say I 80% am there with you. Here's, here's where I might add a little bit more nuance is um, it depends on the nature of your family relationship. So in my family, would it make sense? I don't think so. I don't think that that's the kind of stuff that we tend to share. We share a lot. I think we have healthy relationships, but sex life just really isn't, isn't up there. With that said, uh, you might remember on the episode we did where I interviewed one of my best friends who is a Nilla fella. 
that we hit a point in our relationship where we shared so much with each other and he shared so much with me about, you know, every sort of part of his life. And we had one of those just wonderfully intimate friendships. And I realized that like we were hitting a roadblock where uh, my friendship with him felt dishonest at a certain point. Now, if you happen to have that kind of friendship with somebody in your family that you're very, very close with, and you can really, you kind of notice that you're kind of at that point, that might be an okay time. Um, or if, I mean, you mentioned in the question, maybe something about stress relief. If your family is super concerned about you and they feel like you have no outlets for your stress and you've found a coping mechanism, but there's no way for you to do that coping mechanism without talking with them about it, sort of like RNT implied, um, that might be an okay time too, but you'd have to be really open to what they're going to say or, or, or react with, because you're dropping a lot in somebody's lap when you share that. And with family, you can't get away from each other. You can't take a two week break. I agree. It does. It does, of course, depend on the family. We actually have talked to several people who have talked with their parents mm-hmm. and are there one specific parent and, or a sister, and they've had a wonderful, you know, they've had wonderful feedback. Our kink in particular deals heavily with you like as a like if you are little or if you are big if you are a mommy or a baby or a daddy it kind of deals it doesn't deal in the family dynamic per se but it does your your family might have already a view of you from that stage mm-hmm. or in that stage and they're going to have a reaction mm-hmm. like yeah you're my brother why do you feel like you have to act like a baby i remember you as a baby or you're my big brother what happened like should i feel like that or if I'm your mom and you tell me that I'm going to be like, Oh God, did you not get something as a baby? Mm, That they might have reaction about themselves. Yeah. I think that they're going to have a stronger reaction than maybe if you just said, I like feet, Yeah, you know, because they're going to be like, "Mm, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Just whatever. The nature of this thing, they may be reflecting on their own parenting. Where did it come from? Yeah. Should we all feel like that? Do we feel like that? Is there something going on? Like, And that's not to say that there is, because I think we know better. But if you're talking to a person who doesn't delve into this very much, they might not have that. They might actually have questions that are concerning to them. Mm -hmm. That's a good call. Yeah. So be really, really choiceful about this. I, I don't think it's a hard yes, hard no situation, but be really choiceful. And don't assume that because you're family, you need to talk about this. It's nothing shameful, but it could produce some unwanted uh, interactions, potentially barriers to growth, if you're not really choiceful about the who and the why. Yeah. R&T, you want to read one? Okay. Every time I wear a diaper and get into little space, I feel so relaxed, happy, and free. However, afterwards, I feel shame and guilt about what I've just done. I know I haven't done anything wrong, and yet I still feel this way. What can I do to move past this? And this is uh, from Little Tomas uh, via an email that was sent to us. Oh, Little Tomas, I love this question, and I can guarantee you're not the first person to have it. Oh, mostly no. Mostly because we've gotten it in many other ways, and I've had this thought myself. 100% of the people in this room right now have felt that. Yep. Yeah, you get in this beautiful little space, and it's like, oh, this is Valhalla. I just, it's perfect. And then as soon as it's over... Or you, you kind of hit your point that you're done with it for a moment. It's all this shame and guilt floods in. I know that feeling. And even though you know intellectually, you know, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. You've got the guilt. So how do you move past that? 
for me, I think part of it was just seeing people who I admired who were into it, into this. Mm -hmm. I think I had to find people to look up to who Mm -hmm. shared this interest before I could feel okay with it. I don't know if that's the healthiest way to do it or if that's an even healthy way at all, but it's what worked for me. And so I don't really know how to stop feeling guilt and shame. I still sometimes do whenever I choose to have like a little weekend with our why and it can be really hard, but like I totally when we squeeze don't. it in around our yeah, parenting. When to, and yeah. And we have to like adjust our parenting schedules or, or yeah. have care in place so yeah. that I can go belittle that feels sometimes really bad, even though it's so restorative and wonderful. So I'm not sure, little Tomas, but I definitely feel you on this one. And I do think if you're if your goal is absolute zero, you're not gonna get there. I mean, I think shame and guilt just kind of happen. Um, because you're doing something that's different. And when you're doing things that are different, you're gonna feel a little weird about it. With that said, RT's advice on looking for people who you admire and saying, oh, they're doing it too. Uh, I found that really helpful because then I don't feel so weird. And the other thing that's uh, really helpful is just reminding myself of all the good that it brings me. Um, so, you know, when, when I have no other way of just really feeling calm and taken care of and relaxed and I have anxiety when it's, there are very few things that I can do that are as satisfying and as harmless as this wonderful little space. So in those places, I think that's where, you know, it's one of those sort of risk reward things where, man, the reward is so great. And the risk, the cost is so small. You're not hurting yourself or anybody else. And so in those moments, you can go, man, this really works for me. And how many people do you know that have something that really works for them, right? Instead of escaping to something that might be harmful. So I hope that's helpful. Some, th- some people do yoga and some people smoke cigarettes and some people run. And if what you do is provide a space for yourself where you feel safe and small and happy and it doesn't hurt anyone, then it can't be bad. Yeah. And just keep reminding yourself because it's, you're going to feel it sometimes and, and take the intentional time to reflect and, and have those thoughts, um, on purpose. All right, let's go to question three, shall we? We should. Okay. So this one, um, is a question. I, I really like this one about sort of your focus and your wandering mind. It says, I was wondering if either of you are in T or RY have ever had trouble with turning it off, not to say as a turnoff, uh, or even a balancing kink with life, but as a discrete entity of its own, I find myself floating between my quote, normal life and using FetLife, Tumblr, Instagram, or Twitter to take a break and mentally disconnect. Um, so can I tell you that, uh, me too, And, um, you know, I was just listening to a podcast today, actually. It was uh, one of uh, Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast, where he interviewed a a sex therapist and and kink expert. And that was really meaningful to me because she spoke to what is the value of kink and when does it become compulsive? And so I have to watch myself here because if I'm thinking about it constantly— It's not to say I'm doing something wrong, but it does point my attention to, is there something I'm trying to escape from? Is there an unmanaged anxiety and I'm feeding 
I'm sort of quelling the anxiety with this versus dealing with it. Now, there are sort of general anxieties to life. And God knows in 2020, we have many things to be anxious about. <laughs> but um, when, whenever I find it really perseverating and going on in ways that is, it's intruding my life and my thoughts, um, it doesn't mean there's something wrong and it's not something to freak out about. The question that comes to my mind is what am I potentially actually anxious about? What am I potentially covering up? with these thoughts and, and using as sort of a retreat from if the answer is, well, Hey, life makes you anxious. Great. Keep doing it. But if it's like, well, there's something I probably should pay attention to. Um, you know, maybe there's an, uh, there's a relationship that's damaged or broken, or there's a self-belief that's somehow fraught with shame or guilt or something that you've, you've left undone that you really are feeling anxious about. It's worth going and looking at that thing, um, versus just allowing the thoughts to perseverate with that said, I still think about it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's just when it feels compulsive, that's when I tend to look around and say, what's really going on? Um, I think my quick answer would be, I don't know that I do turn it off. Um, I don't have my phone on me all the time. That's not something that I um, do. And I think RY would say it's because I never know where it is. Um, that's true. I do. My, my big vice is I'll listen to a lot of audiobooks related to our kink and mm -hmm. I don't think I ever stop listening to them. And I think the only time I consider it a problem is if I'm not willing to stop doing it to do something else more important, or I'm not willing to put it to the side. Hmm. Uh, but if I have the time, I allow myself that small gift during the day. Um, especially right now. I think right now I'm taking just like a lot of people in the world, any tiny comfort that I can. And I think I probably scroll more now than I did before all this um, quarantine business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a very natural thing to do and we all have our phones in the palm of our hands and can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but again, if you find that it's, I think your, your advice was spot on R and T, which is, you know, if you find that it's interrupting or you're having a hard time prioritizing, it might be a good time to back away a little bit. I, I don't think fighting your wandering mind helps it. I do mm -hmm. think acknowledging it and then asking, is there something else I need to pay attention to can be really helpful. For me, um, this is sort of only tangentially related, but I have a hard time not playing this little game that I like on my phone when I do have my phone and I do know where it is. Um, and I'll play it any, any chance there's like a five minute gap in what I'm doing. I'll pull it out and play it. So, um, and it will get in the way of what I'm doing. So you do describe when you're out and about with vanilla folks and you're just hanging out and sometimes you'll pull it out anyway. And if that's something that you don't want to do, you can try what I try, which is I have very specific times that I do play this game hmm. and that's it. That's good. Contextualize it. A yeah. Bit. Like make yourself rules. Plus, you know, that does give you something to look forward to. Oh yeah. Cause it's, then you can say, Hey, when, when, when I get to the break part of my day, I get to go do this cool thing. Yeah. It's kind of like how I would definitely talk myself into watching my little pony, uh, during the workday. If I didn't know that I only watched it whenever I take a bath. Hmm. That's really nice. Which is a lot of information for you folks that you didn't ask for. <laughs> there you go. There's some bonus background info on RNT's <laughs> bathing and pony habits. Uh, well, I hope you've enjoyed this quick roundup of three questions here in the summer of 2020. We look forward to coming back to you with more uh, expert interviews and even more questions in the coming weeks and months. Summer schedule tends to be a little bit more open because we're, you know, we're visiting family or just generally doing summer things. But uh, we look forward to many more episodes to come. 
gmail.com. And if you have a question you want to submit, uh, send it to loveandbrief at gmail.com. That's probably the very best way to get in touch with us. Loveandbrief at gmail.com. If you don't feel comfortable using your email, you can always hit me up on Instagram. I am resonant. Yes. And you can address questions to me or RNT. I'll make sure they get where they're going. And also you can find us on FetLife. We have a FetLife group and he's resonant. Yes. On FetLife and I'm road not taken on FetLife. Yep. And you Love and Brief Podcast is the group. And Love and Brief Podcast is the group. We're everywhere. Yeah, we're kind of everywhere. We're all over the place. <laughs> we're unfocused. <laughs> anyway, uh, this has been our summer 2020 question roundup here on Love in Brief. Love and Brief.